What's up, everybody? This is Presto. Corporal Nossage. And you are listening to episode 79 of the Nintendads podcast. We got a summer direct, y'all. Summer direct. Out of nowhere? Out of nowhere. Nintendo always does this to us. Yeah. I, I, I swear they hate us. I mean, at least we didn't have like an episode planned, and then they were just like, "Oh, sorry, do you do you have an episode planned?" No, you don't. You're they usually about this. do that. We've got like a great episode lined up, and then they're like, "Never mind, direct." <laughs> um, although the week, to be fair, the week before Nintendo Direct was trending on Twitter because people thought it was about that time, and. Yeah. They had, uh, you know, Summer Game Fest was there, and in traditional uh, Nintendo fashion, uh, Nintendo was not really a part of that. Um, so they wanted to drop their they they needed to drop their what would have been E three news somewhere, right? Yeah. And yep. That's what this was. But you'd figure if they had all this seasonal news, they would there would be some build up to it or. Like more than I think there was forty eight hours notice, maybe twenty four hours. Also, my allergies are killing me. So if you see me sneezing or sniffling or stuff, I've been I've been cleaning my basement and spending time out in the garden. So I am uh, I am very allergified. Oh my gosh, Facebook chat works. What's up? Ong, hey, hey to you. What's up? Thanks for liking the stream. Um, yeah. So we have a whole bunch of news uh, to go through because this was this direct was, I think, one of the better directs we've had in a pretty damn long time. Um, I agree with that. I think I the last, agree with that. the only other direct that would have came close was the one that announced the Metroid Prime uh, remaster. And there was some other big news in that Direct, uh, in the past Direct that had the Metroid Prime remaster. It was something in the Metroid Prime. People were like, oh, best Direct ever. I think this is pretty close, if not better. Personally, to me, it's more exciting for what was in it. Um, But we'll get there. Corporal, what have you been playing? Nothing. <laughs> I, honestly, I have been playing something, but I don't want to say it because oh, I'm going to be judged. Oh, you have to. These are the best ones. These are, this is why this question is at the top of the episode. <laughs> it's, that so, first, it's that first step into the pool before we get to the real topic. Lady Sage and I have been playing Stardew Valley together in a oh, co-op. Oh, that's a that's cute. Co-op farm. That's cute. You can't be mad at a little. I've I've been playing Stardew Valley in my backyard. Uh that's that is true. That is so true. tis tis the season. And when the two of us aren't playing Stardew Valley, we take turns passing the controller back and forth playing Red Dead Redemption. Oh, nice. Kyle Clifford, what's up? Welcome in. Also, Welcome Tony in. MB, thank you for liking the stream. Good morning, good morning, one and all. Um. Oh, so uh, is that, that's Red Dead Redemption 2, right? 
Correct. Yeah. So, so I like to think of it as Stardew Valley is you going out west to start off your own world and farm and create your village, and then all of a sudden something horrible happens, and now you gotta go on a killing spree. <laughs> so those are two. Those are two so polar opposite. It's like cozy game, realistic Western violence. Yep. I like I kind of like that balance. That's a balanced breakfast right there. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Um that would also explain why you're still working on the story mode for Diablo though. That makes yes. it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um I have been playing Diablo, obviously. Um uh story mode is done. I'm on the end game stuff. The end game stuff is definitely a bit of a grind. I'm looking forward to season one and starting a new character in season one and getting new rewards and all that kind of stuff. Um, but post game Diablo is really good. There's a lot of stuff to do. Um, and then, of course, I'm playing Street Fighter six. Me and Nick Yeti were up to the wee hours in the morning playing Street Fighter six last night. <laughs> so good. I finally picked a main. I'm finally making some progress. I'm in gold rank um, for the ranked mode which is fun. Are you guys going to Monster Hunter later? I've been meaning to hop back on to Monster Hunter and clear out some of the event quests. Um, we, I haven't played Monster Hunter in a hot minute because I've just been so focused on Diablo and uh, and Breath of, or, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, I will... I always circle back to, to Monster Hunter, though. I was thinking about Fate playing it the other day and then I didn't have time to. But Fate Maker says the corporal needs to catch up on Diablo so we can run through some nightmares. Yes. Yes. Um, also, huge, huge thank you. Again, we did this in the last episode, but we're doing it again this episode. Huge thank you to our Diablo clan. Still not a huge fan of that. What's that's what it's called. Um, yeah. Our Diablo guild, our Diablo cult. Um, <laughs> it needs to be what did we call it it was a cult, cult. it needs cult. to be called yes. a cult we wanted yeah. to be called a cult yeah um uh but huge thank you to our diablo group uh because you guys have been showing out for the streams and we can see by the numbers that it really is making a big difference a couple yes. people became supporters in the last stream we had some new subscribers on uh on twitch twitch we had some gifted yeah, subs we had a subscriber uh or supporter they're called on facebook so we appreciate you guys uh and thank you fate for the double support i saw you liked the stream um whoop, whoop, whoop. okay we, there was a little there was a little pre-show chatter uh between me and corporal before this episode because he keeps sipping on this exotic, tropical ass looking drink. Um, and I want to know what it is. And I think I, I have two guesses. I'm going to make two guesses. So this is the part of the what you're drinking section. Yes, this is the what you're what is the, this is the what you're drinking section. OK, so I think it is either the same thing that I'm drinking, which is the Ultima hydration peach stuff or or it's some sort of guava thing because I got a guava iced tea yesterday and it was that exact color. Um, but I know colors so work different in Florida. So you're, uh, you're kind of right and kind of wrong and wrong. 
Okay, usually I'm just wrong, so I'll take that. So, okay, reveal. What are you drinking? So, 100% pure juice, uh, orange and mango juice filled this much. The rest of it is water and has a lemon hydration powder and a uh, vitamin green powder mixed in top of it. And is that it? That's it. Oh, I was waiting. I was waiting for you to say, because you're naming all these healthy things. I was going to be like, and, and six shots of the skull vodka. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm trying to be healthy. Yeah, that looks delicious. Um, I am just it having is. the hydration mix. By the way, we're not sponsored by this hydration company. My dad was drinking it, and I had some, and it was delicious. And then Corporal came here about a month ago, and I turned him onto it, and now it's just, it's delicious. Yes, see, Kyle's got the right idea. Add a little bit of tequila. <laughs> That would the little bit of tequila would force me into an early grave. You're in the South. That's a that's tequila country. Um, but if you're curious, this this mix that we keep talking about is called Ultima Hydration, um, and it's this like powder that's like 100 percent of your daily recommended for vitamin I think C and a couple others. And then it's electrolytes, and it's sweetened with stevia, and it's it's amazing. It's good. Uh, I have it like I have it pretty much every day. Um, yeah. Hey, thank you, Melissa, for liking the stream. Um. So yeah. Uh, also, and I hate. I debated whether I wanted to to say this on the show in a public forum or not, because as much as I am a coffee snob. And I like my super, you know, whatever exotic coffee kills me to say this, but I found a new favorite. Uh, not not an all time favorite, like Rook New Orleans style is still my all time favorite, but a practical favorite. So uh, the missus went to Aldi and got uh, these Barissimo. Uh, cold brew things, and they're like, you know, kind of, kind of standard cold brew size, like what you would expect. And uh, they are amazing, and they are cheap, and they're really strong. Like, like I, I don't normally do half cold brew, half uh, milk, but with this, I basically have to because it's rocket fuel. Um, <laughs> so that's. The Barissimo cold brew from Aldi. It's just like their generic brand of cold brew, but it is so damn good. It's good enough that I have to swallow my pride as a coffee snob and make the recommendation because I can't. I got to I got to stay true to it. I got to stay true to the streets that this is that good that I don't care if it's some stupid big box store generic brand. It is delicious. It's got a lot of caffeine. If I drink this whole thing during this episode, the the dad joke is going to be my eyeballs fleeing from my head because of I've, I've had too much caffeine. Um, okay. So we got what we're drinking. Yep. We got what we're playing. 
which means we can get in the actual episode. The Coffee, direct. Nectar of the Gods. You are correct, Fate Maker. What did he say? Coffee, the Nectar of the Gods. Oh, yeah. Nectar of the Gods, but drink of the people. <laughs> um, so the direct. We got a big old 40-minute chonky boy of a Nintendo yeah. direct. Yep. With 24 hours notice. I really thought this was just going to be rehashing a lot of the stuff that was uh, already slated, like the Pokemon DLC, which we'll talk about. Um, but there were quite a few surprises in here. Um, and I sort of I sort of highlighted some of them in the show notes. Are we here's a question not to put you on the spot during a live episode. But of are course. we going to are we going to start putting show notes on the website so people can see the absolute non-sensory that happens <laughs> behind the scene <laughs> for all these episodes so i think that that is a great way to bring our viewership into how we do things and i also think that do we want sometimes... to do we want to bring people behind the curtain though because that might we, not <laughs> we put certain notes out there that so for example uh presto knew what i like saw what i was drinking but didn't actually know what I was drinking. So in the show notes, the what we're drinking section says orange juice and gasoline question mark. And I, I went in and edited to go. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do have a lot of back and forth fun in the co-notes in the show notes. Co-notes. <laughs> co-notes. Uh, Kyle co- says, yeah, we should. Kyle says the- we should. The co show notes. The co- Yeah, that's what I was saying. I'm like, co, yeah, co. We co-opt it. Um, I mean, if Kyle wants it, I think we kind of have to, right? <laughs> like, if anybody has any interest in in seeing this stuff, I think we have an obligation. So we'll talk about that. Maybe you'll see a link, uh, a new section on the Nintendads.com. Which, if you haven't been to Nintendads.com, go to it. We worked hard on it. We're proud of it. That's where we got this lovely Queen album cover style banner yep. at the top. Uh, was when we were making our website. Um, okay. Actually, the direct now. I promise. Um, so, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC Hidden Treasure Part 1 The Teal Mask. What a title. That is... That's a lot of words. Can I tell you that I watched and went to sleep? Watched and what? Went to sleep. During this direct? During this section, like, I didn't care. Yeah, I mean... So, Pokemon... the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet are great, right? They're open world. They're on paper what we asked for in a Pokemon game, right? I think that we've, we've done an episode on, on these games. Yeah. We wish there was a little bit more to do in co-op. Wish the world was a little more full. It doesn't feel very lived, lived in. in. Thank you. Um, so I am not exactly chomping at the bit for these DLCs. I know a lot of people are because Scarlet and Violet like sold like hotcakes. I'm sorry. I just realized in the what we're playing section of the show notes, you put Pool Boy Simulator. <laughs> I was waiting for you. I thought that's the one you were going to call. So, that's in all, the one you were going to so, call out. Kyle, see you in, later. 
I have been building a hot tub deck to put up around the hot tub that I got for free from serendipitous events. So I've been, uh, me and a buddy of mine, my name is Jeff, uh, Horizon Chasers, have been building uh, a deck and stairs to wrap around uh, this uh, hot tub. So in what we're playing section, Presto put Corporal is playing Pool Boy Simulator. I want to know. Chat, back me up on this. This is now (laughs) you, you play right into my hands here. Chat, you need to back me up. Corporal now has a hot tub, and it is very feasible that he could do a hot tub stream. But he's not going to listen to me. The people have to demand it. I've <laughs> demanded it. My little buddy here has demanded it from Meg's Grill. Shout out, Lavalette. Um, but I think if the people were to come through and demand a hot tub stream, Corporal would have no choice but to do one. It could even just be like an over-the-shoulder view of you playing Stardew Valley in the hot tub. I think with like some lo-fi beats to study and relax to in the background. I think that would be uh, some summer ASMR. I I can see that, actually. (laughs) I can actually see that. Every time you get a subscriber, you raise the temperature two degrees. Oh. (laughs) Trying to cook me like a lobster. Um, okay. So, Pokemon, it looks like, especially the second uh, DLC, which is the Indigo Disc, um, which made me think of a floppy disc for some reason, even though I know that's not what they're talking about. Um, the second one, so the first Pokemon DLC is going to come out in fall, the Teal Mask. Second one's coming out in winter, the Indigo Disc. And the second one is like, takes place in a school that's underwater or in at sea like it's its own self-contained landmass in or on the ocean and it's going to have different biomes and it looks like it's pretty big um so it looks like there's a lot there but i i mean i'm i never finished the story to scarlet and violet did you no. And see, that's the problem, right? Yep. Is the games had a lot of technical issues out of the gate. Uh, it's still open world Pokemon. Like if I was itching to play a Pokemon game, that's the Pokemon game I would play. Uh, it just, I don't know. I think these DLCs will sell well and they've already been announced. This is just kind of got more details on them. Um, and saw some more trailers and stuff. But uh, I can't say that I'll be picking these up. I can't lie. Uh, I'm not. I got too um, many other things that are worth it. That that's not worth it to me. Yes. If there if if there was nothing else, if there was no other games out, no Tears of the Kingdom, no Diablo, no Street Fighter, then maybe. Then maybe. Yeah. However, the next game on this list is pretty dope. Uh, Sonic. Sorry. Again, Son- allergies. I'm sorry. Son- Sonic Superstars announced at Summer Game Fest. Sonic Superstars. Four-player four local co-op coming in the fall. I really wish that, that co-op was online co-op, but because of how fast 
Sonic games are, I do understand why it's not. Um, but, so four-player local co-op. To me, this is uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but Sonic and not three-dimensional. Yeah. I mean, to me, the the closest parallel is Mario 3D World, because Mario 3D World was up to four-player co-op, and the okay, online yep. was a mess. With yeah. four people trying to do platforming, like precise platforming, it was a mess. Um, and Sonic moves way too fast for that to even be a close to a thing online but this is a return this is the first new 2d sonic game we've gotten i think since sonic mania which was years ago at this point yeah um, so this looks good there's a lot here the trailer had a lot of sort of unique elements you can play as sonic tails knuckles and amy rose with the hammer uh and it's coming in fall, and I'm getting it. Like, it looks good. So, did you think when I when I saw Amy Rose, and they were like, Amy Rose! And, like, for a minute there, I didn't remember the character Amy Rose from Sonic. Really? And, I, and I thought oh, of uh, Emily. Was it Emily Rose? No. Who's the... What? The exorcism? The exorcism yes. of Emily Rose? Yes! Try Kingdom Gaming. Yo! What's happening, man? Welcome in. Yes, I I, I, I I completely forgot about Sonic's Amy Rose, and for whatever reason in my head, I was like, why are they the Exorcist Girls in Sonic? Like, I didn't understand. Yeah. Yeah. She just has a Bible. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Different, different Rose. Probably not related, but maybe. But you could maybe. be on you could be on to a secret a secret thing. It's like, oh, all the all the Exorcist movies and Sonic take place in the same shared universe. <laughs> and they're in the same universe as Pixar movies. Um Did you so, see yeah. the newest trailer for Insidious? It's no. people from taking an MRI. Yeah. Oh I no, I did. I did. Never yeah. getting in an MRI machine again. Fear unlocked. <laughs> fear unlocked. New fear unlocked. MRI machines are scary as it is. It's like you're in a you're in a, uh, a turbine for a plane. Now you got to worry about things crawling up after you. No thanks. Um, so yeah, Sonic Superstars looks amazing. I'm getting it. Looks great. I think that'll Th be a good game to play with kids too. Yeah. Thela free free to play online farm life simulator. So it's a Fey. This is the is this the Fey simulator? No, the Fae different. Farm? This is the different one. Okay. This is so this this looks like it reminded me of the the Disney game, uh, Starlight Valley. Okay. Is it Starlight Valley? It's not Stardew Valley. That's the one you're playing. No. Starlight yeah. Valley. Um, yeah. This reminded me of the Disney game, um, but definitely more. MMO vibes because they made a point. Oh, they made yeah. a point when they showed the trailer to constantly have other players with their player names in the shots, and I think that was intentional because it really gave me MMO vibes. Like that, this is a multiplayer-focused sort of online slice of life farming game, 
that's meant to be played with other people and i don't know if you're going to be put in like a public world or if it's just going to be like anybody can join your world or what the deal is um but as much as as much as that genre isn't exactly my vibe outside of like animal crossing this does look pretty good there is like it looks like it's like genshin impact art style but like on steroids yeah it looked pretty i liked the mmo focus um uh and as much as many life simulator farm simulators i think this is the one we've talked the most about in the last like two years because every direct is like like some sort of life farm three three pieces of it's like when you go to chipotle and they give you like three pieces of chicken and then the entire burrito is just rice the rice is the farming simulators that they put in between all these other games there was a reason. There was a, a mech farming simulator that we just recently. Yes, about. I don't remember what the name of it was, but, but yeah, like they're all that over was the another, place. They're really, they're really <laughs> scratching the bottom of the barrel to come up with new ideas. The reason why I got confused about this one be, uh, because there is a Fey like simulator. Yes, uh, I forget what it's called. Yeah, but I know what you're talking it's about. It's on this list somewhere. But uh, but the characters that are in this game, Kayla. Uh, like there's elves with pointy ears and stuff. So I, I was confused about which one was which. I have the next big idea right now. I just came up with it for oh the next farming simulator. This is the angle nobody has taken. It's genius. You play as plants. You play as the crops and the plants, and you have to manage the dumb humans and keep them on their schedule and make sure they eat and make sure they sleep and make sure they don't kill themselves. But you play as the farm and you're managing the humans instead of you playing as the humans managing the farm. (laughs) So like you need to pretend to die so that they'll come out and water you and bloom so that they'll come and get food from you. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Like, okay. Right. I mean that's definitely unique. That's a different take. You need to allocate you need to allocate your resources as the plants to just be like, okay, you have you have twenty water points and fifteen sunlight points, and you have ten crops, and each crop the, the potatoes only need two points, but the asparagus need five points. So do you do you double up and do two potatoes or do you put them all on the asparagus? I don't know. What's best for the people? <laughs> You, I'll say you basically would play as Mother Nature. Uh, and don't get it, if you just like, if you zone out for a second and now you're listening, this brilliant masterpiece of a game doesn't exist as just an idea that I had. <laughs> so if you're a game developer, make this game. This would be the farming simulator that I would play. Maybe. Uh, um, Persona 5. Persona Tactica-tica. 5 Tactica. Um... How That's about all keep, I got to say. How do they keep remaking Persona games? Because, like, they'll do, like, Persona 4 and a half, Spankin' Royale, plus <laughs> Deluxe, Chibi style. I realize uh, Persona is a very popular series. It's extremely popular. I just have no interest in it. I don't have any interest in it. And, like just it's how many different styles can you make one style of game in yeah 
So they have like the Royale one. They every single one gets remade like a year after it comes out, and then gets re-released on the Switch. And it's like the remade remix 7.0. It's like Kingdom Hearts games. It's very difficult to follow. But well, Persona try, 5 Tactics is coming out. If you like Persona. Tri-Kingdom try Gaming comes in with some hard facts. They're shit games. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, they, are, they are like the... I wouldn't... I guess like... I mean, they are JRPGs, but they're not mm. what I would consider... They're like the king of modern JRPGs, I think. My dog, hold on. My dog just opened my door. <sighs> Myth Force is the next one on the list. Uh, it is oh, the, hell first... Yeah, Myth Force. <laughs> the first old school D&D Saturday morning cartoon roguelite player co-op coming 2023. So if you All remember the, the old... <laughs> if you remember old Mythforce cartoons way back in the day, uh, it kind of has that D&D, like, vibe. Wait, was Mythforce an actual cartoon? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Mythforce Wonderful Co-op, yeah. Or Did Wonderful not know. Cartoon. It was, it was old. It looks old. <laughs> this, like... It's this goes straight for the nostalgia and it leans very hard into like welcome back to the 80s. Um, but I kind of like it. Like if a bunch of you and your buddies are sitting around on a Friday night having a couple beers, this game looks like a really good time. Um, I think I need to see a little bit more of it to know whether it has like the depth and the gameplay beyond like the novelty of what it is the novelty of like the style and the format um but i'm interested i bolded it this is the first game well sonic superstar should have been bolded but this is the first game on the list that we've talked about besides sonic where i'm like i'm very maybe firmly I, interested maybe i read the cartoon wrong or i, I i'm sorry maybe i read the article wrong the game is made to look like an 80s cartoon, yes. not based off of a show. Oh, okay. I was, so was going to say when I when I read the article prior to because I saw the uh, when I saw the trailer and I started reading up on a lot of these things. When I read the article, I must have misread it. I thought it was based off of a cartoon from the 80s. No, it's a game made. It looks look like, like every cartoon 80s. from the 80s. That's yes. why I was like, oh, like that. That makes sense. Yeah, Aaron Mazing, what's up? Welcome Aaron, in, Aaron. And Mand Amazing. The Mazings. I'll just call yeah. you the Mazings. The Mazings. <laughs> um, but yeah, Myth Force looks cool. Like, I think that would be a really fun game to stream, too. Triking is like, we're not that old. Coming, know. coming 2023. So it's coming out this year. Which I the started... year's half over. I'm surprised we didn't get a release date if it's coming out this year. But it is sort of an indie. Indie-esque title. started in a Rogue Legacy 2 on PlayStation Network. It's really good game. Frustrating early on while you build yourself to build up to survive. I can see that. Uh, Nick Yeti loves Rogue Legacy and Rogue Legacy 2. Uh, so if you have questions, ask him. It definitely does seem like a bit of a grind in the beginning because you're unlocking things and you're getting used to how the, the systems work. But I think once you get it going, it's a good one. Amazing fam. Um... <laughs> 
There's a new Splatfest coming out. We're obligated to talk about this. We're obligated to talk about it, and the only thing that we need to obligate to say is that we're choosing mints, but we're not going to log in to choose mints. What a bold statement! <laughs> what a bold statement to choose the only ice cream that tastes like toothpaste and assume that I'm on board with this. Uh, yeah, you are. So the Splat vanilla Beth, and strawberry. Yeah, you are. The Splat the Splatfest <laughs> is July 14th through the 16th, and the teams are vanilla, strawberry, and you would expect it to be vanilla, strawberry, and chocolate because those are the ice cream flavors. Those are yeah. the Neapolitan. Like that comes in every corner the of the standard. world. You have those flavors, but no, it's vanilla, strawberry, and mint. Now, was it mint or was it chocolate chip mint? Because that's a there's a big difference. So the image had little chunks in it, but it didn't say chocolate chip mint. It just said mint. Okay, because if it's so, just mint, if it's just mint ice cream with no chocolate, that is not okay. <laughs> I agree. That's not that, all right. I, I, if it's I mint chocolate chip, I would, the, yes, I would like that one. I went based off of the image where I could see little chunks in it, and therefore I assumed it was chocolate chip mint. Okay, if it's Try, because if it's not, if it's not chocolate chip mint, it's toothpaste flavored to me. <laughs> I don't know why I make such a big distinction, but if it doesn't have chocolate chips. Mm-mm. It's not worth it. If it didn't Try have chocolate, if it was regular mint, what would you go for? Would you still go for mint? Try Kingdom Gaming says strawberry all the way. Uh, if it was if it was pure mint, like actual strong mint flavor, I would go vanilla. You would go vanilla? Yeah. I'm a no, big I've been into fan. strawberry lately. Maybe it's a summer thing. Maybe okay. it's a summer thing. If you asked me in the dead of winter, I would probably say vanilla, but I would probably choose strawberry now. <laughs> Try King of the Ghost, you would choose vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> um there is Detective there's another Detective Pikachu game coming out. Detective yeah. Pikachu Returns. I have never I've never been interested in Detective Pikachu. Never until this trailer. This Not e- the TV show or the movie wasn't even that good. The movie was okay. The movie was okay. It was okay. This, the trailer and the writing and the style for this actually looks funny because of how truly bizarre it is. It could have just been bubblegum instead. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Bubblegum flavored ice cream is a crime. That shouldn't be a thing. Apparently Misty is going to be in the next one. Oh, okay. Interesting. Detective Pikachu, like, I I couldn't remember what, at what point, Detective Pikachu said something in the trailer that was so, like, it was so real. It didn't sound like a voice line that would be written into a Pokemon game. It just sounded like something some guy said. And that is funny to me. (laughs) (laughs) Because all of the Pokemon games, the dialogue is so... Well, I guess we'll be friends and rivals. See you in school. Oh, all right. Let's become strong together. And like there was some line in Detective Pikachu that was like, don't talk to me until I have my coffee. And I was like, yes. <laughs> uh, so I and the fact that Detective Pikachu, 
they're leaning into like this poor creature has like the sentience of a person and is trapped in a Pokemon body and can only like mitigate that crushing reality with large amounts of caffeine. <laughs> like, yes, that's how I read into it. Maybe I'm assigning some personal feelings, but I really like the vibe of Detective Pikachu. I don't know if I'll get it because I don't I've never played a detective game before, um, but it looks it looks pretty funny. Um, Super Mario RPG. So this was to me, this was one of two bombs that they yeah. dropped in this direct that make it so good. Super Mario RPG came out for the Super Nintendo is the only somehow is the only Super Mario themed RPG that ever came out, right? There was no Super Mario RPG 2. Super well, Mario the, uh, the yeah, there is no 2. This is a remaster. So this is a there was an original. This is the remaster yeah, of the original. But the original is so beloved by anybody who's ever played it that I can't believe that's why I'm asking I'm making sure because it, it was so beloved and it did so well but they never made a sequel they never made anything else they made Paper Mario which had which has RPG elements and maybe that's sort of the direction they decided to take it but I mean people were ready to like pick it at Nintendo headquarters if some of the characters from Super Mario RPG didn't make it into Smash like, there was a very strong case for Gino from Super Mario RPG going into Smash. And he made it in as an assist trophy, and people were very upset about that. Um, but Super Mario RPG is like... I can't call it a cult favorite or a cult classic, because it's way too big to be considered that. But people, people are ravenous fans of this game. I never played the original. So I played I, like this much. It was like at somebody else's house. It bombed in Japan. Nobody bought it, and it so it was discontinued. Super Mario RPG was the only only big in North America. Oh, really? Who said that? Fate Maker over on Fate Twitch. Maker. I didn't know that. That makes perfect sense because especially early on in like the eighties and nineties, Nintendo would make pretty much all their decisions based on how things did in Japan. In Japan. And they yep. didn't really care how it did in America. Yeah. Because like they'll be like they'd be like Fire Emblem and then North America would be like Fire what? Fire Emblem. No, you guys don't even get Fire Emblem until it comes out in Smash Brothers and everybody wants to know who the guy with the big sword and the girl haircut is from and then we have to release in America. Um that makes sense. Uh so this is getting like a full I don't so it's it's all the game mechanics are the same all the systems and things are the same but I think to call it's somewhere in between a remaster and a remake because the it looks so so dramatically different because yeah. they're going from pixels to full like yeah. modern 3D styling so I guess it's technically a remaster uh, but it's a big, it's a big remaster, and that's coming out in November of this year, November seventeenth. 
So that, I think, is going to be firmly one of their big holiday games. Which, to say that Nintendo is going into the holiday season with a remaster as one of their main games, I would normally take some, some pot shots at and criticize that. However, this is one of the few games that a remaster will probably sell just as well as a new first-party game. And there's only sure. a couple games in their collection that I think they could do that with. So it's smart that they've held I, it. I think that I think that they're coming back to it at the right time. time yeah. I think timing is a lot, is a lot of it. Yeah. I, I think that they probably had a vision and they were limited by what their capabilities were at the time. And now that they're able to, to do the things that they want to do, they're coming back and they're making it better. Um, yeah, this feels like this was a post a post COVID project because I feel like in the last like six to nine months, we've gotten all the games that were developed developed and delayed by COVID, and mm-hmm. now anything that's going to be developed or coming out from this point on is like a post COVID game. Yeah, um, probably. And this seems like a post COVID game because it probably. I mean, it's just graphical assets, which does take a very, very long time. But this, yeah, this just feels like it was done in the in the last couple of years. So I got a question for you, though. What did you think of the Princess Peach trailer? It uh, it reminded me. I don't know why. Maybe because Princess Peach first was playable in Super Mario Two, but I think it's going to be a Super Mario Two style game. Where it's like platforming, but you can sort of lift things up and you're solving puzzles. Oh, you don't think it's going to be like Mario 3D World? Like, but Peach? Maybe that, I think somewhere in between. Somewhere in between okay. 3D World and Mario 2. I do think it's going to be a 2D game. Hmm. Um, okay. But, I mean, that's exciting because I don't think, has Peach ever gotten her own game? Mario's gotten his own game. Luigi's gotten his own game. Toad. Toad has Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Toad's gotten his own game. Yoshi Island. Yoshi's gotten his own game. Wario has his own series, WarioWare. I don't think Princess Peach has ever had her own game. She has. uh, Super Princess Peach came out in 2005. It was a uh, Nintendo DS game. Oh, really? Yeah. And what was that... What was that? What was the style of that game? Because that might inform us as to what type of game this new one will be. Bad. It was bad. (laughs) (laughs) Was it three D, two D? Bad. (laughs) It's. It's. First off, it's DS. So it's the DS had some bangers. Okay. It, It. It reminds me of like. Yeah, it just reminds me of old school peaches, 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 peaches. It reminds me of old school, you know, DS, Nintendo, Game Boy, Mario games. But it was like a 2D, like traditional 2D Mario game. Yeah. Okay. So maybe this is a better version of that. I also don't think it did well in America. I'm seeing a lot of Japanese versions of the game, but not American versions. Like, I well, I've see. never even heard of it. I didn't have a DS. I was checked out 
of that uh of that part of the Nintendo ecosystem. That was the last Game Boy that I owned. Yeah. Right there is the advance aging dating myself here. Um but I mean it's it's a 2024 title and I don't think it's early 2024 because they barely said anything about it. They're just like and Peach. How fun how fun you know fueling the rumor mill with that for the next year. Um speaking of Mario like side games uh, HD remaster of Luigi's Mansion is in development for 2024. I'll play that. I didn't know that they hadn't ported this to Switch yet. Yeah, I needed to Because I know Luigi's Mansion 3 launched on the Switch. I like the Luigi Mansion series. Never played it. Really? I've never played it, no. So not bad. So the first, the first one was a GameCube game, right? Yeah. And then the second one was Wii. Mm-hmm. And then the third one was Switch, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. So I just kind of assumed that anything that was on the GameCube that was moderately successful, because there was only a couple games that were moderately successful <laughs> on the GameCube, had been, been ported over by over. now. Yeah. It's like Wind Waker, uh, Mario Sunshine, Smash Melee, which is cursed. Don't do a whole episode on that. Um, and then Luigi's Mansion, and I, yeah. I don't know why, I was like, oh, I'm surprised they hadn't done that yet. This feels like another, another post-COVID project that they're just like, all right, what, what haven't we done yet? You, get over here. We're giving you a new suit and sending you back out in the world. Go get a job. <laughs> Batman Arkham series is coming to the Switch. All three games plus the DLC. Damn. Let me tell you... I did not see this one coming. Arkham series is some of my absolute favorite Batman anything. Like, it's... Blame. Bite me, Try. You don't even know quality when you see it. What? What is Tri Kingdom saying about Batman? I think he's saying lame because it's Batman. That's all I'm saying. Fate Maker. Fate Maker has streamed quite a bit of the Arkham series. I love me some of the Arkham series. I hope it works properly on the Switch, Fate says. Yeah, me too. That's true. I mean, it looked really good, and the entire time they're showing it, I am am muddling under my breath. Please don't say cloud version at the end. Please, just leave it. Let it be a good thing. Please let it be a good thing. Because they were showing some of the cutscenes and some of the, like, driving and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was looking, and I was like, "Uh uh-oh. It's like, this looks too good. This looks this the graphic fidelity looks way too good to be on the Switch, and this game has ne- these this series has never been on the Switch. Please don't say cloud version. Please don't say cloud version. And they didn't. It's not a cloud version. It's the real version, and it's all three of them. Um, so, it, which is interesting to me, they're calling it all three of them, but there were four Arkham games. There were four. Yeah. There was Arkham Asylum, which was the first one that came out. And then there was Arkham City. And then they made Arkham's Origins. And then they made Arkham Knight. Oh, see, I never heard of Origins. Arkham, Arkham Origins was made by another developer, but with allowed to be within the exact same universe. Doesn't count. And it was a build-up to Arkham Asylum. Okay. 
Well, I guess that one prequels prequels don't count. Prequels don't not. count. Only in only in Star Wars do we count the prequels. Yeah, Arkham Origins was a younger Bruce Wayne. Uh just like finally coming back to art to Arkham. Oh, I do, out. I do remember this game now. Yes, I do remember this game. Um I've never played any of these games because they've never come out on a console that I own. Because I only uh, own Nintendo consoles and I've never bothered to get them on PC. But I mean, you rave about them. I've seen Fate play them. Like they look amazing. Yeah, I play. I've played these all. And honestly, uh, there are certain games that I have that I own that are like pre-installed on my console. Even if I don't play them right away, or I, I play them often, they will never be uninstalled. Yeah, you'll circle back to them. I'll circle back to them at some point. Banjo series, some of the Assassin's Creed series, and the Arkham series are like some of the ones I always. Oh, and Dead Space. Dead Space is the other one. The Batman. Batman to looks to me like when I think of like influential superhero games, I think of the Batman Arkham series and I think of Spider-Man games on on PlayStation and now on PC. But those to me are like the the cream of the crop for for superhero games. So uh Speaking of Spider-Man, Fate Maker says, I hope you get a chance to play Spider-Man sometime. At least then you can experience some quality combat. Batman versus Spider-Man combat. I've had Batman. Miles Morales on my Steam wish list for like six months. And I see, I get a little email every time it goes on sale. And every time I look at it and I really think, and I'm like, do I have time to play this game? Because I really want to. And the answer is always no, because there's always there's always stuff coming out. I will get to it eventually, I swear. But D Diablo, Street Fighter. Oh, what's that back there? Who's in the back row? Oh, yeah. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Like. And then there's more stuff. There's more stuff coming out that I can't ignore. Wizard with a gun. I've been talking <laughs> about Wizard with a gun for a year and it got a demo. And I haven't even downloaded the demo. That's where we're at. The backlog is crushing me. Fate because there's a whole Spider Man too. Fate Maker says Batman versus Spider-Man combat system. Spider-Man wins hands down. And Tri Kingdom Gaming says Spider-Man is such a better game. Now Ooh, I will shot fired. Tri Kingdom is trying to get me riled up. And I'm gonna say this though. You can call Spider-Man a better game. I have picked up Spider-Man and started to play three separate times. It's a, the opening game, opening sequence is in a bank or whatever, and the guys are all over. I, I have never gotten past that point. The combat, learning the combat mechanic in Spider-Man between your web moves and being launched around and pulling people to you and your actual traditional like hand-to-hand -hand combat fighting, there is so much in depth. It's almost too much for me in the very beginning that I've gotten overwhelmed and I've not known what to do with myself that I've stopped playing. Listen, we... We played Monster Hunter for like two years. And that if you can if you can master and get to the end of Monster Hunter, that's like 
the learning curve for Monster Hunter and picking that series up is like running face first into a brick wall. I promise I, you, you can have, you can I definitely need, figure out Spider-Man. I guess I just need more time. I mean, I've never played Spider-Man, so I'm, I have zero contextual experience for saying this. Them says that's what makes it a good game, the more complicated system. Uh, so I, I just want to swing it. around. I just want, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen dozens of TikTok streams that are just people swinging around in Spider-Man Miles Morales with music on in the background. And they will do this for hours, like a three hour stream of just like top 40, like hip hop and just swinging around in Spider-Man, not even fighting anybody. Web slinging is extremely cathartic. Fate maker says. <laughs> You turned off that mic so fast. <laughs> I did. I did. I'm so sorry. I am. Uh, this is like the worst my allergies have been since Canada was on fire. <laughs> you did something and all of a sudden now I can hear your fan. Oh, really? There. Talk again. Is it better? Yes. Are you a huge? My fans have invaded. <laughs> Hold on. I will. I will turn the fan down because now it's pretty uh, chilly in here. <laughs> Fate Maker says, hey, only Eastern Canadian was Canada was on fire. It was all of it. <laughs> it felt like all of it. It was like uh it was like Blade Runner out here. It's like the red it was. smog. I've got pictures of Little Red in New York City. The background is just like burnt orange. It is horrible. I know. He's gonna go to the doctor and they're gonna be like, did you start smoking a pack a day? Because <laughs> You got some smokiness. Gloomhaven um, coming Gloomhaven. to Gloomhaven. Now hold. Hold on. Hold on a second. Gloomhaven. So Gloomhaven is one of the most complicated and in-depth tabletop RPGs. It's right up there with Dungeons & Dragons, but it's not uh, as open of a system. It's like you buy it. This... It's a giant like $100 board game. This um, looks worse than the Witcher series card system. Well, so oh my God. Gloom Gloomhaven is it literally is like a dungeon a self-contained Dungeons and Dragons game where you don't need a dungeon master. It's like a giant board game of you and your party playing against the game, trying to beat it. Um okay. and it's it's a it's a pretty it's been out for quite a man, quite a many good number of years. Um, and they did make a digital version of it a couple of years ago, and I've looked at it. And when I looked at it, because this was when we were doing the April Adventures, and I was like looking for D and D style oh, games. Yeah, Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion. Yes, yeah, I see it. It looks very complicated, and I was like, oh, could this be a cool like co-op dungeons, like dungeon crawler game that we could all get into? And I ended up going away from it because it looked really complicated. It looks like it takes a lot of time to play. And it was I remember listening to the reviews and then being like, this game's hard. You will spend two hours going through a dungeon. And if you make the wrong decisions, your whole party will die on a pack of enemies that aren't even the boss. And that's just how the game is. I mean, I. Uh... Uh, what's the name of the game I'm thinking of? Um, on the headset that we uh, that we, we keep playing, I can't, I'm drawing a blank right now. 
On the headsets, you said? Yeah, uh, Oculus. Oh, Demio. Demio, yes. thank you. This uh, Demio can do the same thing. This, yeah. But Gloomhaven, Gloomhaven to me looks like you would never do a full campaign in a single sitting. That's how long. Oh. Like, gosh, it's okay. like, a, it's like a serious, I mean, if you get the, if you get the, like, physical version of this game, it's like $120. It's like a, it's like a chess that you get with Well, it. that's, uh, the games that I've been playing with Ascension and Caretaker. Yes. Um, it seems that, a lot like that, but like Madness way Mansion. more complex. Yeah. Madness Mansion is, is just the same thing. It's a hundred something dollars. Um, it's, it's in depth. The fact that this is coming out for Switch, though, is interesting because this seems like a very cool game that you could pick up and play in chunks here and there. Sort of okay. like people really like to play uh, Civilization Civ series yep. on the Switch for the same reasons, because the games are very, very long, but they're very conducive to play in short chunks. So you could like play Gloomhaven and I've never played it, but to me, it looks like a game that you could play, do a, a round or a turn of combat and then turn it off and then come back to it later. And that might not be the case if it's super complicated and you need to be like in the headspace of like what you're building or like the, the perks or the, the talents or whatever. But this is this is another one that I am actually I'm interested. At, I'm looking at the screenshots of the gameplay and it actually looks fun. I know it looks it has good. some strong Demio vibes. Um, yes. Uh, I haven't, I haven't looked at fate maker. We need to get everybody together again and do another D and D session. Yeah. Gloom, Gloomhaven. Now that I'm looking at it again, you're right. It does look a lot like Demio. It's mm -hmm. like if if Demio had a very complicated RPG and leveling and class system, I think it would be like Gloomhaven. Uh, that was good. So, I mean, I'm looking at the reviews on Steam. Oh, it only came out. It only came out digitally in 2021. I thought it was okay. much. I know the game, the physical game, is much older. Um. But I didn't realize, yeah, a marvelous turn-based dungeon crawler. Like that, those are exciting words to me. <laughs> and the fact that it's coming out, I'm very surprised it's coming out on Switch, because it seems like a very big game. Um, and all the reviews and the current reviews are very positive. Um, they have the board game. Yeah, you can ratchet up the difficulty. Several characters with several different builds. I might get this. Okay. Um, I will say this is in strong competition. It's I know it's turn-based versus real-time, but this is giving me the same itch as Dragon's Dogma, where it's like a Dungeons & Dragons style video game that mm. I haven't... I like Demio scratches that itch, but I want something with a little bit more customization and a little bit more permanence because demio is you do it you make a run when the game's over you've either beaten it or you're dead like we just yeah. i mean you can continue but there's no lasting progression beyond unlocking cosmetics and i i really 
still have a hole in my heart that I need to fill with a persistent Dungeons and Dragons game. And Dragon's Dogma makes me want to play it for that reason. Just, just and Gloomhaven. Try Kingdom Gaming. I, I I apologize that this is the first time you're going to have to see this, but just oh no, just, just hold on. Oh no, I already know what's coming. Um, for those of you listening uh, at home on the podcast on the audio only side, I apologize for what's about to happen. In a far distant land. You need to get a microphone. You need to get like a lapel microphone that you can put inside the mask. Yes. Where yes. did you just throw that to? Do you have a shelf up there? <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. amazing. All, you just, you just this is how it looked. It looks like you just took it and you just threw it up into the air and it just disappeared like it was some kind of magic trick. It's it's my dungeon master's void. All of my dungeon master stuff is all above me. The shelf of holding? <laughs> yes. Um that uh, goes why? That chicken is our our pseudo DM for yes. uh for our Dungeons and Dragons campaign, which we need to do. I'm I I wanna play. Let's play. Um so Gloomhaven I'm very interested in. Yes, uh, you mentioned exciting words that describe Gloomhaven. I've got some exciting words that don't excite me at all. Just Dance 2024. Just Dance, gonna be okay. I mean, for people who love the Just Dance series... I, I uh, Don't get me wrong, I've played them before. Like, they can be entertaining... Have you? In a, yeah, they can be entertaining in a group setting. But, you know uh, what would not... also be very entertaining? You streaming. No. You no. streaming Just Dance. <laughs> oh my god. What no. how many how many what's the sub goal that we have to reach to make this happen? A big number. I would love I would gift subs just to see this happen. <laughs> Hot tub stream oh. and just dance stream. Those are that's on my wish list. That's you all my. Just want to torture me. That's all my 2023 bucket list of things. <sighs> you can ask me to do weird streams. I'll, I'm open. I'm open <laughs> to it. I'm getting private messages about that. I just hear chicken meat. Should <laughs> <laughs> because anytime anytime chicken meat comes out, it's followed by three hours. Yes. of gaming so th whoever sent you that is rightfully concerned just be like so i'll see you at dinner i guess <laughs> yeah yeah uh, uh, but for people who do play just dance i feel really happy for you because i feel like just i mean this is called just dance 2024 and we're halfway through 2023 and you guys already have a new game for next year they get new games like every six months so lucky you um Seven Wordless Warriors is going to be an action RPG coming out on October 3rd in a world where words are removed 
except for one character who is probably going to never stop talking because it's a JRPG. Um, but interesting action RPG. Hot Wheels Unleashed 2 on October 19th. The fact that there's a 2 after that is concerning to me. Now, when did... Didn't, didn't Hot Wheels Unleashed... When did that come out? I, it looked... If I were... If oh, I were this? Okay, I was confused because Hot Wheels Unleashed came out like last year uh and i wasn't sure if this was a new game already and apparently it is on pc and consoles yeah october 19th so this is i think i think hot wheels unleashed did so well or i've really lost my concept of time oh yeah hot wheels unleashed one came out in september 30th 2021 damn Damn. So, so they are due for a sequel if that game really did that well. Ma ma manic mechanic. Manic. <laughs> so I I I I'm actually intrigued by this game because you know that I love Overcooked and this does give strong Overcooked vibes. I was stressed out watching this trailer <laughs> because Overcooked stresses me out. I um, you people need to slow down your anxiety and like you can't slow down and overcooked. That's the whole thing. That's why it stresses me out. I I wish I had more friends to play Overcooked with because I want to go through the store. I haven't beaten the game because it's so hard and I need people to help me. See, it's so hard. It's hectic. It's not hard like I need to beat this boss. It's hard because it's like. I need to be acutely stressed out for like 30 concentrated minutes to get That's... these burgers and fries and for some reason sushi out of the same restaurant on a moving <laughs> platform, going down a waterfall. No reason. That's that's that's, that's an accurate dark. description. It is. It is. Um, I might try this with you just because you like just this because. genre so much. Uh, it would be a good stream. It would be a good stream. Fate going back to the Hot Wheels thing, Fate Maker says, I'm so happy with Disney Speedstorm so far. They just added Buzz, Woody, Jesse, Boo, Beep, and the game has racers, uh, to the game racers. Uh, they are also adding Steamboat Mickey and Steamboat Pete. Oh. Interesting. Mickey before he was Mickey. Um, I, again... I'm interested in this game when it is free. Yeah. Which is is it fall? Is fall the free? Have they actually given a final date? Oh, for this? maybe they haven't. Yeah, that was the that was the uh, the wrench in my gears with this game is that they said it's free to play. It's free to play. It's free to play. Just kidding. It's forty dollars. When is it going to be free to play? Someday. Every new season, they will be adding racers until the roster is filled. Yeah, I wonder how many I wonder how many seasons they'll take to fill the roster and then when the roster is like filled, they'll 
push it free to play and then they'll probably release some bonus things to keep people no final date yet not until 2024 as far as i know uh i'm not a fan i'm not a fan of that model of the... i want they're they're i want the game out i want i want the game out already I like it. it looks cool i've seen fate play it it looks like a legit kart racer i think i would probably yep. enjoy it more than mario kart yes but if they if they would have just said Disney Speedstorm, it's thirty dollars here, buy it. I would say okay, that's fair. Mm. Okay, but because it was promoted as free, 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 and then they're like, okay, early access with no time frame on when it's going to be free. That is my. It doesn't sound like early access. It just sounds like this is the game. We want to get our money out of. They are not. It is not early access. It's a hostage situation. Yeah. And to free the hostage, you have to pay $40 or however much it is. And it's like, we'll we'll release the hostage eventually. When? I don't know. Just pay us the money. Just give us the money. So. I'll play it eventually when it is free. Dragon Quest Monsters, a Pokemon style game. Yes. Dragon Quest. Uh everybody knows Dragon Quest. Great series. Dragon Quest Monsters is Pokemon in the Dragon Quest universe. I'm pretty sure they've done something like this before. Not under the Dragon Quest Monsters like name but i'm pretty sure there's been a dragon quest game that was like a pokemon style game could be wrong but if you like monster collecting games um this one will probably be great because i don't think there's been a bad dragon quest game uh if you like that like style of rpg and so they're probably going to do the monster collecting genre justice um gosh damn it there's so much so much stuff on this list yeah i know i didn't realize the second page was like so full that long okay pikmin 4 they had a bunch of new details for pikmin 4 it looks cool it honestly looks like... i i have you ever played a pikmin game yes i played pikmin 1 and maybe a little bit of pikmin 2 but i was never super super into it that's uh, that's about the same just of what I have. I like it was a good concept in the very beginning, and I liked Pikmin one. It was good. Uh, it I, I don't know, but like I'm not I'm not committed because it's like it's a chill. It's a more chill game that has some action, and it's like a resource management game, but not like a traditional resource management. Like Stardew Valley is a resource management game. Starcraft. Mm is a resource management game. Sim City, Roller Coaster Tycoon, all resource management style games. Pikmin is like part resource management, part action and like a little bit RPG. I think. So it's got this unique blend of a bunch of really popular genres. Keep saying genre. Um, but it is, it's like a very popular blend of a bunch of very popular genres. And there's really not anything else like Pikmin. Like every other game on this list, I, I mean, can yeah. point to another game and be like, this is a very similar game. Like Gloomhaven, DVO, Hot Wheels, yeah. every racing game, 
Manic Mechanic, Overcooked. Dragon Quest Monsters, Pokemon, Temtem, every other monster collecting game. Pikmin. There's no other Pikmin. Pikmin is Pikmin. Uh, and it's kind of surprising that nobody's tried to copy it, but I guess it would be kind of hard to copy in a not super obvious way because it's just so weird. Um, so Pikmin's coming out. Also, Pikmin 1 and 2 HD versions released the day of the Direct. So they're out right now. Pikmin 1 and 2 HD versions are out. And I'm very surprised they just like snuck that in there and didn't make a big deal of it. And they're like, available right now. Go for it. Gamaliel, thank you for the like. Um, so I, I don't... Do they have a release date for Pikmin 4? Uh, I didn't remember. I, don't remember I didn't write it one. down, which makes me think that there's not one. Uh, oh, no, Pikmin 4. There's going to be a demo. There's a demo out in three days. Oh, release date, July 21st. Okay, so that is coming up. I guess this is going to be like their summer game. The first party summer game. There's a little doggo in there. Yeah, there's some cute stuff. Not a $70 game. Not Breath of the Wild, or not Tears of the Kingdom. Interesting. Because Pikmin is a, a, a fairly... Uh, a fairly successful first party Nintendo game. But this is not going to be 40 or it's not going to be $70. It's only a $60 game. Um, so they've lowered their standard on this one. Not no, it's been consistent. They didn't spend <laughs> eight years developing it is what they're saying. Yeah. Um, another. So this one, this next one, Metal Gear Solid Master Collection. This is the exact same vibe as the Batman Arkham series, because yeah. this is another, I mean, this is obviously a lot more established than Batman Arkham, but yeah. I did not think Metal Gear Solid Master Collection coming out on the Switch in 2023? What is happening? Like, this seems out of the blue. They're it just, does. like, clearing out the stock inventory. Um, Coming out in October. <laughs> Comes with a soundtrack, digital comic, digital strategy guide. Like, Metal Gear fans are eating good. Uh, and I think there was there was a new Metal Gear announced. Or was like a Red Metal Gear remake announced um, during Summer Game Fest that we talked about on the last episode. But I don't think these games are even available on Switch right now until this until the collection comes out. Yeah. So that's cool. Have you ever played Vampire Survivors? No, and I saw the 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 footage for it. Uh, what was that game that uh, George made us play? Oh yeah, uh, Red Moon. Yep, Red Moon. Just so, like Red Moon. Gesundheit. I'm getting so good with muting my mic right before I sneeze. I really am. Um, Metal Gear Solid is a master game. Okay. Yes. I mean, Metal Gear Solid is an undisputed one of the best games of all time. Yeah. One of the series of all time. Um, Vampire Survivors is a very simple, deceivingly simple game because you just walk around and you get power-ups. There's no attack button. There's no jump button. There's no abilities. 
you literally just move your character very slowly around a screen. Mm. But you have to pick up items, and those items help you. And it, it is fun. I've played it on mobile for a minute. And I was always surprised that Vampire Survivors wasn't on Switch to begin with, because it seems like a very... Like, if it's on mobile, there's no reason why it shouldn't be on Switch. Um, so it's finally coming to Switch, August 17th. I think it'll be like five bucks. I think it's like five bucks on Steam. It's one of those chill, sort of mindless games, but are very fun. So, you're going to have to introduce this one, because I can't even, I I, I don't so understand. I've, I've reviewed this twice. <laughs> Headbangers Rhythm Royal. It is a pigeon music rhythm battle royale game. It ah. sounds like we're playing Mad Libs. We're not making this up. This is a real game. I, I feel, like, feel like somebody was smoking crack when they came to this decision. So... I, I, I just don't understand. So here's... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and find a familiar, like, neural Good pathway luck. to understand this. So Fall Guys, right? Fall yeah. Guys. Battle Royale, goofy little guys going through obstacle courses. Take Fall Guys and make all the obstacle courses rhythm-based challenges. So like to music or to rhythms. Then take all the Fall Guys and make them into pigeons. And that's, I think, I think that's how we got to this game. I think they looked at Fall Guys and said, okay, here's Battle Royale, but with kind of goofy 3D platforming. There's Battle Royale in every single category on Earth. I'm sure there's a Battle Royale rhythm game out there, but not with pigeons. That's how this game will be different. Um, looks completely unhinged. If it was free, I would try it. I don't know if it is going to be free. I would think. I would think it is going to be free. Um, I, I, but it looks... It is so strange, I, I can't even pull myself to even, like, thinking about it. <laughs> like, I just um, can't. I just can't do it. In a, let's see, is it going to be free? Uh, let's see, it's coming out for the Switch. Yes, releasing in 2023, so no release date. And... I don't know. I'm going to wishlist it. I'm going to wishlist it. I don't know if it's going to be free or not. I kind of think that it won't be. I don't even Oh, no, October, October, October 31st. Comes out on what? That's, That's what everybody wants to do on Halloween. Is play yeah. a rhythm a battle royale rhythm pigeon game. Sure. Yeah, that that sounds good. We're just going to move on to Penny's Moving, big moving right along. <laughs> Penny's big breakaway. Um Shoot. yep. That's yeah, Penny, this so Penny's this big breakaway. This actually looks kind of cool. No. Nope. It's from the same team as Sonic Mania and it's got it looks like it has some interesting platforming cuz you have like a grappling hook or something. Um not a huge fan of the visual style that they went with kind of retro 
Um, but the the physics look different. It looks like because it, it looks like this game was built to be like friendly to new players, but also that you can like speed run it, like once you get once you get the the physics of it down. So that's that's interesting. Probably not for me, but nope. interesting. Okay, uh, moving on to Mario Kart. The next deal. This is the next map pack, right? Yes. Yeah. Petty, Parada, Wiggler, and Kamek coming to Mario Kart. I don't know who they what areas uh, are. So in the last in the last Mario Kart track update, we got uh, Birdo for the first time in Mario Kart Eight Deluxe for the Switch. Um, okay. And now they are adding Petey Piranha. So Petey Piranha is like that piranha that you'll sometimes fight in Mario games. It's like a boss. He's like a piranha plant, but he can walk plant. around. Yeah. Um, Wiggler is those little, uh, those little worm. worm guys. And then Kamek is the wizard, the wizard guy. Oh, okay. From the Mario movie. Yeah. Um, and they're coming to Mario Kart 8. Okay. Uh, as playable characters, as bun as well as a bunch of new tracks. I think it's cool that they're adding new characters. That is more yes. interesting to me than new tracks. New tracks, yeah, I agree. Because all the tracks, like, I mean, they're pulling them from older Mario games, and maybe if you played all the 3DS Mario games and Mario Kart Tour, some of these tracks are exciting to you. But I didn't. So the only thing that's exciting to me is the characters. I I'm just trying to push us along to the one thing that I do want to talk about. Oh, okay. Um, WarioWare. There's a new WarioWare game. Looks weird as hell in true WarioWare fashion. Coming out in November. Um, game using the Joy-Cons. So, yep. this again would maybe be a fun game to stream with us, like, freaking out. Um, yeah. Looks fun. Looks like a fun party game. Looks like a fun party game. If you're having some friends for the weekend, maybe pick this one up when it comes out from your local library. Pro tip. Um, Nintendo Live 2023 is some live event in Seattle at Nintendo headquarters, which is not traditionally like a place they hold events or open up to the public. Uh, but they are doing Mario or Mario Nintendo Live event this year and you can get tickets. And I guess there will probably be some sort of press announcements and some fun activities and things like that. So if you're in the Seattle area or you want to travel all the way up there, uh, there's a thing that you can go to. Last, this is the but one more thing, because this is the other bomb that they dropped that to me is the biggest part of the direct. And you want to talk about it, so you talk, go for it. Are, are you. The wonder wonder. OK, just want to make sure Super wonder. Mario Bros wonder wonder. So this is the first new big mario game that i think they've put out in how long uh so let's think so odyssey came out when the switch There's, came out that was 3d there's yeah. definitely been they did um they did the mario 3d world and bowser's fury which i don't count as a new game because bowser's no, fury was new but mario 3d world was not yeah um, they had the new Super Mario Bros, but I think that was a Wii U game. Yeah. Um, 
I, I just this this to me is a a new new version into the franchise, and I'm excited about it. There's new mechanics. There's the slide. There's new animations with the hat being pulled back when he's moving super fast. Like that. There's it looks very funky. Um, I I like it. I like it a lot. I'm very excited for it. I. Go ahead. You got something I am, to say. I am also very excited for this because this game, this looks like a spiritual successor to Mario 3D World. And yep. I know there's a million 2D Mario games, but this to me feels like a sequel to Mario 3D World because it's four-player co-op um, like Mario 3D World was. And just, I don't know, just something about the style of 2D... Two, I'll I'm say 2D, 3D Mario games. I'm most excited being able to sit down and play this with Little Red. Yes, yes. This is this is like peak family sit down and play it with your family and your kids game. Um, yeah. I will say something very specific that I sniffed out. Not right now because I can't use that at the moment. Um, <laughs> but to me... This game has so much of the flavor and personality and the weird, weird quirkiness that Mario Maker 1 had that Mario Maker 2 did not lean into enough. Okay. Where, like, things would make random sound effects and, like, in Mario Wonder, it's going to be, you get this, you get this weird flower and then all the pipes, instead of just being, you know, flat, static pipes, now they have eyes and they're crawling like a worm. And just all this funky, trippy, like, yep. nonsense uh, that I think Mario Maker 1 had tons of. Um, and that I really, really like. Um, that I think the the Mario universe could lean into to not be so generic because we've said this on the show before a lot of these games are like you could take mario brothers new 3d world and interchange them it's like the new mario super mario brothers you it's like the mo and it's just like there's nothing that sets it apart from every other 2d mario game that's come out in the last 10 years yeah but the new super mario brothers mario U, 3d world but this one has personality, and I really, really like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm excited for this game. I, I want, I want to be able to play it. Uh, and it's coming out October 10th. Uh, I think four we're gonna have to get it and stream it. I think we're gonna have to stream. It says four-player co-op. Four-player co-op. I think uh, we yeah. can. I think we can figure out how to get. The question is, will four-player co-op be playable online? Or is it couch co-op like the other one is? Is it is it couch co-op? And if it is available online, will it actually be playable? Because every four-player Mario game that I've ever tried to play online is a nightmare. Work as well, is yeah. a nightmare. You try and jump, you try and jump a gap with four people. At least one or two people is not making it because of lag, or because of people not like. It's just really, it's really tough. To get four-player platforming to work um so we'll see i definitely i definitely will be getting this and streaming it 
not not that it's a super interesting game to stream but it'll probably be a relatively short game to play through and then you can probably unlock different things um but it just looks really good i'm excited about it we need mario odyssey 2 now yes we got the yes. new 2d one now give us the new 3d one <laughs> so i'm getting good at that for those of you not watching i am sneezing my brains out uh and i'm managing to mute my mic just as i sneeze so i don't yeah decimate anybody listening to this with headphones um so uh side quest side quest question side quest says i'm gonna actually type it out for those of you in chat side quest Sean. question of the day of all of the games announced in the nintendo direct if you could only pick one and so what? all the other you only had one all... game where where would you be no, with this no, one game? no no you can only pick one but all the others would be destroyed what's the one game that you would pick to keep destroyed yes so wait so if i pick if i don't pick the batman arkham games the batman arkham games don't just get destroyed right it just means that they're not coming to switch yes okay. like, like whatever whatever's being announced only one of them is being is showing up to the switch gotcha i mean i think it's i think it's mario wonder it has to be okay i yeah. think mario wonder is the only answer that i can give if i wasn't if for some reason my son tomorrow was like, Dad, I don't care about Mario games. This new Mario game, I'm not going to play it. I don't care. I'm a teenager now for some reason. He's not, but if he was. <laughs> and he was like, I'm not going to play this with you. I don't care. You can play it if you want. I would be significantly less interested in it. This is the true, this is the true dad part of the Nintendads is that a lot of my excitement for the new Mario Brothers Wonder and to some degree Sonic Superstars is based in that it's a great game that I can play with my kid. So I am as much as I am excited about Mario Wonder and I want Mario Wonder for for Little Red. I think I personally will have more fun with Sonic Superstars and in turn also with Little Red. So I think that my answer was going to be Sonic Superstars because it's unique. Interesting. It's funny because I've always been more until I started playing Mario games with my son, I've always been more of a fan of Sonic games. Like Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. 2, I played to death growing up. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Uh but I, I also do love Super Mario World. That's another one of my my favorites. Um I will say I am I am very curious about Gloomhaven, like especially now that because we saw it and I made the notes and then I haven't thought about it. But now that I'm seeing it again and I'm thinking about it more, if I if September comes around and I have time to really dive into that game and I'm not being suffocated by 99 other games, um, I might dive into Gloomhaven like I might okay. stream it. It might be a serious 
it might I'll be a serious in, thing. I think we I'll might dive need in there to, with you. Uh, yeah, that would be perfect because it would be two. We could do co-op campaign with Gloomhaven. Yeah. We got it. We'll put it on the. We'll put it on the stream schedule. <laughs> and then they're gonna be like, "Just kidding. We have a new uh, Super Smash Brothers coming out September first. Um, that's everything, right? That's everything. Yeah. So I'm, I forgot to tell you. I. One of the reasons why I'm drinking all these fancy drinks and drinking so much water and, and all the powders because I am trying to lose some weight and get back into shape. I'm going to start doing some squats and lunges because it's going to be a big step forward for me to lose weight. I'm dead. I'm Although dead. I will say, I want the reason I want to get in shape is so that I can go on this cruise and look good going on the cruise. I can't wait so I can see a fish wearing a bow tie. It's gonna be so fishicated. Pain, you didn't need to do two. You didn't two need to double tap me. You didn't need to double tap me like that, Corporal. That was that was vicious. Ugh. Listen, don't you ever be ashamed of your dad bod, okay? It's summertime. <laughs> I have a six pack, okay? It's just in my fridge. And there's nothing wrong <laughs> there with go. that. There's nothing wrong with that. There you go. Um, but thank you everybody for joining us on this lovely Sunday morning. It was exciting to talk about all these games that I might have time to play at some point. Uh but uh yeah, we will see you in the next one. I guess the next stream will be Tuesday, right? Because today's Sunday. I will yeah. be streaming Street Fighter on Tuesday, Hadouken. And then uh, probably next Thursday, we'll be back with more uh, co-op Diablo, right? Yeah. And that will probably be enough time for me to have started a new character. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till season one. Um, all right, everybody. Have a great day. Have a great week. I will see you on Tuesday, and we'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Bye.